Steady around the block and now they coming I've been on the attack, they coming for me I'm on to better things, I'm looking from this I reap eternal things in the abundance All in your feelings gonna miss me with that Take it to Jesus, show off the plan Manifest great, don't lead them astray Take it to higher and bring it all back Popping, I'm seeking the soldiers for that Rolled in the Chevy and dropped every bag Burden's too heavy, just moving, go steady The picture is bigger, so give up the trap Give up the trap, taking the past Sorrowful soul to pass Run up your block and bring it to glory Go off and take it all back I'm sorry I flexed on the trap See me, I'm shining on Shem Grippy, he been on attack Flipped it and got it right back um, right now it is 10.05. Early morning with it. It's afternoon over here, cuz. About to be yeah. 4.20 in a little bit. <laughs> Where are you located at? I'm over here in New Jersey, right next to New York. Oh, I see, I see. Way across the, way across the land, huh? You ever came by over here? Um, I've only been out to New York once, and that was like when I was 16 years old. And I got to say, I was pretty culture shocked. <laughs> Blown away, right? Yeah, it's it's completely different compared to Hawaii. Um, out here, it's real condensed. I mean, it's kind of like New York, I guess. It's all condensed right there, right? A lot of things here, as far as town, we're pretty scrunched up in one area, um, unless you drive out to other parts of the island, um, being east side or the west side. Like Things are a bit spread out there, but the neighborhoods are real tight-knit, you know? You grew up in like the hood or like a beach? What kind of area you grew up in? Um, I grew up in Palolo Valley. So that's like that's like the hood right there. You um you have your neighborhoods, you're set different neighborhoods here. Um so Deep Valley would be like considered the ghetto, you know, like where all the hoodlums grew up. Um I was midtown. That's a that's a bit more um, family-oriented, I guess you could say, but still, like, you make friends with people that live all over the valley, and it's like, I don't know, you meet certain individuals, and you start clicking with everybody else, you know? How'd you fall in love with graffiti, yeah. huh? I have to say, I was just, uh, I was driving in the car on the freeway with my with my parents, and I, I would, like, see random pieces all over the freeway, and, um, I would start to notice, you know, like, and the, the thought process in my mind would be like, oh, how'd they get up there? Like, what, what, what are they doing exactly to get this done? <laughs> I mean, I already knew, you know, like, um, I already had a, like a, an inclination that it wasn't supposed to be there. So it kind of made sense and it kind of drew me in. Um, then I, um, in middle school, I have to say, I started getting to drawing like spaceships. Like nice. that was like my thing. Like I would just put together like different shapes and try to like turn them into, mm -hmm. turn them into like little intricate pieces, you know, That's make them as symmetrical as possible. Like, I don't know if you really looked at my, my any of my pieces, but a lot of them, um, they, they, they're, they have like a sense of symmetry. Yes, sir. And I feel like, that balance, in a sense, like the flow, you really have to be really structured as far as like when it comes to putting a piece together. And that's what, what I What does that style come from? What does that influence come from? 
Um, a lot of it, my influences come from all over California. Um, some from the mid the, the Midwest, I guess. Um, really, I, who's your top five? My top five, like all around the world. I want to see where your style comes from. You feel me? Like, what 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 makes it up? What's the elements of your style? So I grew up watching a uh, piece by piece. Um, What's that? that? That San Francisco documentary. It's a, uh, it's a. Uh, there's a there's a segment in there from for about MS MSK. Mm-hmm. Once I seen that those revoke MS um, revoke saber, um, auger styles. I just completely fell in love with those. Um, and then I got into more of like the West Coast graffiti culture like I, I was like deep into it um other favorites that i have are seven c's gozer uh silencer um and a lot of those guys like i mean i'm, I'm pretty much i'm i'm blessed you know actually to be in the same league as i'm actually a part of emt earth's my turf um mm. the homie animal rest in peace uh he had actually put mm. me down I'm a, I'm a part of Animal's crew from Hawaii called Aloha Family. Wow. And um, that's that crew has actually been a part of my life for like a big chunk of my career graffiti. How long you been in the game, Cuz? Um, I'd have to say since I was in eighth grade. Well, I mean, since I was a little kid, I was always like drawing, you know, I always liked to draw. As I shared with you earlier, I, I drew alien, alien spaceships, whatever it was. And, um, but I didn't actually start doing graffiti up until middle school. I'd have to say like, uh, no, this was actually in seventh grade. This is when I started catching the buses everywhere and mm-hmm. I would see tags all over the buses mm-hmm. and I would wonder like how they got these pens. So I would, I would just use like the, the Sharpies my mom then had and I would just be on the bus <laughs> trying to like do mm-hmm. tags on the window. But I don't know, I, I began to figure out like those things clean off real easily, you know, and then you can't really, um, they don't really stay mark. that long. So, and that's the point of graph, right? To, in order for mark. longevity. I mean, I feel like the things that are most seen, the things that, stay there as long as it can for the, the the amount of traffic that travels through whatever spot that it's at that's how you get seen you know mm. and the east coast influence at all or just west coast i don't know i i i i never really fell into that like east coast fun i i appreciate it i can see like how creative it is and how 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 clever it can be you know but I could, I, I never really f- identified my style with that, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. How'd you come up with your name? Or was it given to you? Um, I had come up with my name. I was in, uh, I was actually on the, on the island of Maui. So my name is named after, um, I guess, one of the entities that is taught to you in Hawaiian culture um Maui he is the Hawaiian Superman so I don't know I um I was really 
high on shrooms in Maui. <laughs> and I was like lost in this cornfield with my fr- with my friend. Like after a kiss, so after a night just spending um watching Terminator, I don't know how we ended up oh, with an eighth of shrooms. Yeah. We were we were on an eighth of shrooms each, about a quarterback of buds each, and we were loaded. So like we're, we're watching something here, and all of a sudden we decided to like go out and drive into this like random cornfield, and it just dawned on me I was like, "Hey, maybe I should ride Maui, you know? It might it might actually look cool." And I tried it, and then first thing like, I I just busted out this like hollow throw. It was busted. The next day that I seen it, it was busted. Uh-huh. But I mean, it, it seemed cool to me, you know. I don't. I, I really like the letters, and it just stuck. Ever since then, like this is the the word Maui has been a part of for over ten years. Sorry, what was that? That was your first name, then. No, no, actually, um, I've had many other names before that. If you ask anybody around me or anybody that's that's known me in the graph game out here, I always try to like fish around to different letters. You know, like I always have been that that's way. What's up, bro? I couldn't just stay doing one. I mean, that's that's exactly how I am. Like I like to um feel out different letters i like to feel out different styles that's why um prior to i guess uh i guess prior to the instagram era i was on tumblr and just doing making posts asking people oh give me a word give me a word and i'll, I'll write it you know and i'll draw, mm. it out, draw it out for them so that was like my way of practice of as far as like figuring out what lines i'm comfortable with making what bars look cool you know all that you prefer rusto crawlon or fancy paint oh that's a i don't know i feel like each type of paint has its own um i guess pros and cons to it mm-hmm. but i grew up strictly being on rustos and like that was that was that high pressure make sure your lines clean the first time if not then you're gonna have to redo it you know um a lot of overspray. So, I mean, I, I learned how to work around all of those variables and it, you, you, you get to a place like once you learn how to master what another can, like it's just that much more convenient to you as far as like the lower pressure in Montana or the valve system on, on 94s, you know? Did you play with Rustos and Panda's touch before the valve switch or? Um, just briefly, I actually, um, didn't really do a, a a complete piece um up until um right actually this was when american accents was still around okay so yeah there was there was the there was the regular valve there yes and then after that like that was that period of time they were slowly making a switch to completely mm-hmm. female valves but i honestly feel like since rusto has made that switch it's it's better with the with the pressure considering yes. You know, with the with the adapters, I know that black black. No, actually, a semi semi gloss black with a with a, with an adapter and a New York fat. That is my go to right there as far as like doing any type of thing, uh, doing a throw nice. piece, whatever it is. All yeah. the way in Hawaii, with it, they still fucking with it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Up, I mean, bro. New York New York came through with that one. The New York fat. That's like my favorite cap of all time. Yo, name a few inspirations that keep you going right now. Um, a few inspirations that keep me going right now um, would have to be my crew, you know. Um, 
I grew up with this with this dude. He's in my crew. This was before we even got into a lot of family. Um, his name's Devour, and that fool is just taking it to whole new levels with everything that he does. You know, and it's amazing looking to that, looking up to that fool. Even though he was like a prick most of the time growing up, but I mean, <laughs> still like we're 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 real good friends. You know, and it's 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 something cool to see like him going from tagging up freeways, going through some things and getting into the same crew that I was in and then going on to painting big scale murals and doing big scale projects for like surf companies, um, for car companies that want their walls painted, you know, like they're prospering right now. There's their studio here in Hawaii. The local studio is called um, at the helm and shout out to those guys big time because um, I'm actually going through a process right now where I'm currently, uh, I guess, on my walk to being spiritually aligned. I'm also, I've been sober completely for almost a year and a half now. So they've been full on with the support and I appreciate that from the bottom of my heart, you know. How much more graph are you doing now that you're not smoking weed or whatever you was doing before? Um... I honestly haven't been as much as I'd like to. So what's distracting you now? <laughs> um, music. I'm actually fully producing my own music, writing, mastering, you know, sound engineering. Respect, um, bro. That's that's actually my main focus. Um, I mean, they say hip-hop and graph, it falls hand in hand, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's where my passion falls right now. That's really what I'm into right now is like, promoting music, doing whatever it is I can to create and spread a message, you know? Don't leave them cans alone, though, my nigga. You got skills. Oh, yeah. Automatic. I mean, I just I just actually, um, earlier this year, this was like probably in May. Mm-hmm. And um, that was the last time I painted. I actually got all the paint provided for me, which was cool, but shout out Kato. <laughs> And um, yeah, it was it was actually pretty cool because like it really just comes right back to you. It's not even like something you can easily get rid of. As far as yeah, even as as far as like the skill, like it's like riding a bike. Honestly, muscle memory. As soon as you learn all these things, like you you spend your whole life growing up in graph to make yourself better, and those things stick with you. You know, like they're the 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 fact that we know what colors work with each other. The fact we know the battle scars. Bumps and bruises. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's a whole lot of stories that I mean I could go through, but how does your family feel about graffiti? Uh, my mom, she's always she's always supported me, you know, but she just doesn't like it when I get caught up. Um, I've only gotten arrested for graffiti, actually seven to eight times as a Damn. minor, and okay, then okay. as a minor. So yeah, and then once as an adult. So. I'm pretty grateful for that because once you get popped out here, you're not getting a job nowhere. It's like, I don't know. Yeah. And I need to survive. So (laughs) it's like that. Yes. But for the most part, like my, my family has been real supportive. They know that I'm a creative individual, you know, and, um, really, really like the only person in my family that, um, I can relate to as far as, being a creative individual is my auntie she's she's actually from new york which is kind of crazy 
Um, she she's out here now. Five or? points out there. It was before before they shut it down, huh? Yeah, bro. Rest in peace. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, she actually put me onto this whole like different way of living, like knowing what colors work together, and she would give me pointers as far as like how to take pictures and all this. Like it was it was awesome, you know. And then Instagram came, and then that's where you allow all these skills that she has taught me to manifest, I guess, you know? You prefer solo or crew missions? I don't know. It really depends. It really depends on what you're doing. Solo missions, I know what I'm capable of, and I know like it's a lot more like inconspicuous. You're not going to get noticed, you know? But if you're doing crew stuff and you're like just smashing, like out in the street, like just killing it, I think that's way more fun because... Who cares? You know who's gonna stop a whole bunch of people? They can try, you know. <laughs> but really, really, like if you're with a whole bunch of people that, I mean, well, when you grow up out here in the streets, like you have to learn how to fight. So we hold our own out here. And if you're with a whole bunch of people that can hold their own and that know exactly what they're capable of and know their limitations, I feel like you can go all night out here. Mm. But it just really depends. I know there was a night that we had um, this, it, I wouldn't call it Vandal Squad, but like there was like a whole crew of people. We'll, what we call them out here is crew, um, crime reduction unit. And um, mm. here in Chinatown was me and my boy. We were actually four stories up on a roof. I was Zanny barred out of my mind. I was just going off one in the morning, high traffic. Like this is downtown. I was just doing like a full blown peace bond, like two colors, <laughs> background, everything on like the most visible spot ever. My boy, he was in the corner. He was like kind of like freaking out, but um, he was he was trying to keep up, you know? And then next thing you know, I hear like this, this walkie talkie and I just pick up my can and I whip it towards the walkie talkie and they scream. Nigga crazy. <laughs> you know, I just run around the roof. I'm running around the roof and Mind you, I'm super loaded, yeah? So I launch myself immediately off the roof. No way. Four stories? What it is, what their ladder was. To climb up the oh, roof, they oh. use a ladder. And mind you, this is four stories high. So their ladder was on top of an awning, which had tipped over. And then I fell another, like, I guess, two stories onto their squad car, crushing their windshield window, oh. running four blocks. Running four blocks, I got I got my ass beat. <laughs> I was actually holding a whole bunch of drugs on me, and the thing about it is, with that case I was facing, I was uh, on supervised release to the home I'm currently staying at now, which has saved my life. You know, um, it's called my keeper. It's the Christian men's type. Um, I was actually placed on supervised release by the court. I uh, had gone to to live in that home for actually nine months until my sentencing for this case. So because the officers had beat me to a pulp and I was not conscious when they had searched my bags and all that, they had to drop the case. God damn, son. Yeah, so I wasn't facing any drug charges. Was these white cops or Hawaiian cops? Oh, you'd be surprised. They were actually local cops, yeah. Damn, son, so them niggas don't give a fuck. No. They ride that blue. Yeah, they beat my ass, like, straight, like, gave me no chance. Because, I mean, I did kind of, like, fight back. And I ran, I ran four blocks, and I made that <laughs> run, bro. Like, I, was, <laughs> I was pressing, but next thing you know, like, I get tackled to the ground. 
I get baton to the face, everything curb stomped, uh, whatever it is. And I was curb stomped. Yeah. I just remember, I just remember waking up in the hospital with a cuff, and then next thing you know, I'm in a cell. So in cell block that that night, I was yeah. so I was I was on heroin, Xanax. Ice. God damn, bro. So in cell block that night, I was kicking, and I remember for a whole week they were just not hold on, even hold on, trying hold on. to. Which one you do first? I I know I gotta know how this works. How the fuck you mix all three of them shits? <laughs> uh, that's actually that was heroin was actually my. Which one is the appetizer? Which one is the main course? <laughs> the appetizer would have to be the bars, bro. <laughs> main course heroin. Um, ice was just to get me to even go out and tag, you know. <laughs> God but, damn, son. Yeah. Yeah, man. I've been through some things. And so you want me to put that out or you want me to keep that to ourselves? Oh, you can you can go ahead and put it out. I'm I'm real transparent as far as like everybody that knows me. You sure, like, my I, nigga? I don't want yeah. I don't want no blowback. Yo, why you do that? <laughs> no, nah, it's cool. Honestly, like I'm I'm real transparent. I'm real transparent as far as like where I've Story. been. You know, and what I'm what I'm doing now. Now I respect the, I respect you sound you sound clear minded. You sound sober. You don't sound I mean I never really I don't think I ever have a conversation with somebody on those drugs, but <laughs> I don't no, think it yeah. would sound like how you sound. They probably you wouldn't a, even you be a way vast to vocabulary have a conversation with you. <laughs> you could you could tell you read a couple books, you got a nice vocabulary on you, son. Yeah, I mean I guess like growing up, having having to grow up at such a young age really forces you to mature, you know, really forces you to really um I guess buckle down on all areas of your life. My parents were actually going through a divorce, right? Mm -hmm. So I was going back and forth. I was pretty much like, I lived in like five different houses, but for the most part, I I claim Palola Valley. That's where I grew up as an adult. I don't know. So I'm pretty familiar with all parts of this island. And that's like kind of why I've always kind of just been on my own. I haven't really been like, trying to depend too much on my mom or anything my dad actually he lives in um, california right now he's staying out in napa valley he used to stay out in the bay area which i used to fly out there every once in a while but nowadays it's just trying to figure out what it is out here you know any beef stories worth mentioning uh nah nothing nothing worth mentioning you know what i mean it's it's really just dust under the rug I'm, i'm not really too worried about any beef haven't really been and honestly like I carry no bad blood no bad blood for anybody I I got love for everybody in this in this graph community out here everybody I come into contact with I try to be cool with try my best to respect you know and I that's that's really my main thing is Mm -hmm. just being humble and just trying to not speak too much that's all it is yeah what do you prefer right now? Dropping fills or burners? Oh, I like burners. I like burners on the street. <laughs> <laughs> that was like my thing. Like right before I actually um got clean, I was I was really into that. So you don't paint sober? Well, yeah, I didn't. You know, that's that's also why I kind of don't go bombing anymore because I'm not getting high. You know, I'm a lot older now and I have a lot more to lose. And I understand, like, I didn't get this far just to get wrapped up over graph. Can't allow that to take away what I have right now. 
What's the longest you think somebody has till the skills diminish, like a fall off? I don't know. I mean, I thought I fell off, you know, but I actually went when I went painting recently. It was it just came right back to me. I honestly feel like it really depends on the person. For me personally, as long as I know or kind of have an idea of what I want to paint, I can just finesse it, you know. How long does it take you to do a piece on the street, cuz? Um, last piece on the street I've done was probably about 45 minutes to an hour. Mm. But that was like a solo mission and like just making sure like I knew the area, you know. Um, it's actually right here where I'm staying at right now. I'm staying in this and um, there's a lot that was over here. I had climbed in and it's right here like in the most hottest area in the as far as like <laughs> cop traffic and people. Are you big hot boy then, huh? I, I love those spots, you know, like honestly, when you can rock a spot that is high traffic, something that is very, very visible, a lot of people are going to see it. And there's buildings all around you with people that can just come out onto their balconies and just see you. Uh, and you can pull that off. I feel like, you love that's, that like rush. that's like something worthy of being a legend, you know, that's definitely yeah, bragging rights for sure. In your opinion, but is there a difference between graph and vandalism? The act of graffiti, I feel like, is just being creative outside the lines of regular art. Vandalism is actually going out, damaging property. Mm -hmm. And that whole feeling of, oh, I'm going to do something and I'm going to get away with it, you know? You got a dope story worth telling? Anything kind of mine? Yeah, I mean, I grew up looking up to... A lot of my, a lot of the idols that I have now, I got to say, like, I'm blessed to be in the cruise with them, you know. I grew up looking at Gozer. I grew up looking at Seven Seas. I grew up looking at Germs. I grew up looking at pretty much the whole EMT Lord squad. Um, and I'm in both those crews. I'm not Lords, but ALB. Um, it's a little branch off crew of Lords. There's San Jose based, Modesto based. And EMT is another San Jose, Phoenix, Arizona, San Francisco based, Oakland based. I'm pretty blessed to be in all those crews. And I'm very grateful, you know, like to even be able to know these individuals as friends because of the connections I've gained from Aloha family, first of all, which is the first ever crew that I've looked up to since I was a child growing up into this graphic. I got to say, like, it really, it really opens you up, you know, as far as like wanting to, wanting to continue to network, wanting to continue to put out good art, you know, and not just art, but just being your creative identity, being you, putting yourself out there on the wall and just letting everybody know, yeah, this is me, this is my style, you know, and that's also what, um, that's like a big thing for me is having your own style. Um, I'm also in another crew called SOA. They're um, Vegas based. And those guys, each and every one of those guys, they have their, their own individual style. And it's pretty sick. Scale especially, like he's one of my favorites. They actually paint for EDC, Electric Daisy Carnival. I don't know if you ever heard of that. It's a big festival that used to happen before COVID. And it was... It's something very, very noteworthy. You know, once you go from tagging the streets to painting a big festival, I mean, 
a lot of people in the street would consider that selling out. But I, I just see it as prosperity. I see it as growth, you know? Yeah, I mean, a lot of the, that term right there, I feel like it's just coming out of the mouths of bitter people, you know? Mm, people that, fuck that, that shit. are upset. <laughs> I agree with you. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, if you don't have the skill to do what somebody else is doing, by then you're already paying too much attention to what they're doing. And you're not even focused on yourself, you know? Like, if you have areas in your life that you need to work on, work on it. Get there, you know? Do whatever you can. Grind. Don't be paying, paying attention to it, whatever everybody else is doing because by then you're just hindering yourself. You're holding yourself down, keeping yourself from growing, you know? If you had all the paint company contracts in front of you, what, what sponsorship deal are you going with? Um, That's a tough one. <laughs> well, I mean, first of all, I tell, I tell Lowe's or... Whatever, whatever company runs Rustolium, I tell Rustolium to go go ahead and sponsor me. Um, if I could, if I did have the opportunity, ninety four, that'd be sick. You know, Montana. Um, Would you lead a crew if you had no choice? I always kind of dreamt about running my own crew. I always wanted to, but you know, I understand that there's like a whole lot of politics, and I, that's the part I don't like. You know, and. That's why I completely stay to myself nowadays. I haven't really been into the graph scene too much, per se, because of the politics. And it's especially like prominent when um, we have this yearly event that goes on um, here in Hawaii called Powwow Hawaii, Powwow Worldwide, and it's a uh, like that's where all the heads come out basically. Like, and these past years have been pretty wild i gotta say and it's just i don't know you just grow out of that whole like egotistic mindset you know but i don't know if it if it were put on my plate right now if i were to run a crew i'd make sure the individuals around me that they have the like mind you know and they want to just continue to grow i don't want anybody that's that's trying to stay stagnant I understand like people have their drive in their areas and they, they prosper in those areas. And I'm, I'm all about that, you know, but if they're not willing to grow as far as expand and they want to stay stuck in whatever it is that they're doing, then I'm going to have to say no, <laughs> you know, kids, I don't, but um, I do have the, these two little boys that I look after and like, I don't know, they show me a lot, you know, Oh, you got little pups? <laughs> no, these little, these, um, this boy, his name's Drew, and uh, his brother's name is Lucas. Yeah, I call them little pups, little boys, little pups. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would you, um, would you teach them the really Jedi ways? As best as I can, you know? <laughs> Hell yeah. That's I mean, any, any, um, any child that comes into my, like, vicinity, I try to show them, like, how to be creative, how to reach out to tap into their their passion you know um, my my nephew he he he's actually turning into the, this bright young man and it's crazy to see because i used to show him my drawings all the time me and his mom used to actually go out into ditches with each other and just go paint you know um shout uh, out i see but yeah she's she's my cousin and um nice his name's Elias. He 
is really creative. He likes to draw characters. He also makes beats because he, he found out Damn. that I make beats, you know, and it's it's pretty sick to see Shout like to the little homie. Yeah, how how receptive, you know, like the younger generation is to wanting oh, to be creative and wanting to pretty much put themselves on a piece of paper or uh, put themselves really on a track of music. You know what whatever it is, like that's my that's like something I love doing. It's just like putting putting the next generation on. Talking about putting them on. What yeah. age would you go bombing with them? I don't know if their moms would be okay with that, you know, but I mean, um shit. I I actually had told um the mother of those two boys that I was talking to you about earlier, I was telling her, look, let's go to a ditch, I'll paint I'll paint their names for them right in front of them so they can see, you know. And she was like, no, I don't want nothing to do with the, any any of that. She, she, <laughs> she's like real straight. She doesn't really like to do it, involve herself with any crime, you know. And it's it's understandable, you know. She has two kids and she has no room to do that right now. So, And I respect that. If it were up to me, I'd be, I'd be taking them all the time, you know. You ever encountered somebody with the same name? No, I have not. Not, not with the name that i have now which is Maori. oh it's it's i tested positive for it speak on it money yeah so um what happened how'd you get it and shit um it was just ignorance you know like a lot of currently i work at as a merchandiser and i come into contact with hundreds of people and, you know like no matter how clean no matter how distance you think you are this, this virus can stay on surfaces. This virus can invade the air that you're breathing, you know? And you can So you believe everything they told you and shit? Like, everything on the news you believe is all real? Nah. I mean, I don't. I just know that being sick in body is real. I don't believe any of the hype as far as the media. I do believe that being sick in body is real and you can get other people sick. So it's just smart, you know? Just, just walk smart. Don't don't go around coughing all over the place, cover your mouth, try to be as clean as possible. But regardless of all of that, like if it's your time to get sick, it's your time to get sick. And it's just the time that you have to get through, you know? Any trippy drug stories other than hey. the cornfield? <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, actually. Um, so I'm not sure if she told me this, but she, we actually, <laughs> um, this was actually one of the big, big rave festivals that we have out here called Love Fest. And um, no, shit. we were pre-gaming, just drinking, burning, whatever it was. And we had decided, oh, maybe we should, we should go sneak into that event. And then we, we did it. We actually, we snuck in. And uh-huh. Mind you, we were already like, we popped like a few pills each of ecstasy. And by the time we got in, we were rolling. <laughs> oh, and trust and believe, first thing, First thing, Amanda just goes up to some random girl and tells her, oh, my friend's Maui, what, he, can, he, can he tag on you? And I'm like, whoa, hey, whoa, whoa. Yeah, and I mean, of me being me, I, I brought all my pens, you know, so I I, I brought any any girl, any girl that was brought to me, we were tagging them up all night. Nice. All night. And I mean, it was like the most lit thing ever because like all of a sudden you see all these like different people coming up to us and they're writers too. And like, Places like that, that's, like, actually where I met a lot of my friends, you know, as far as, like, in the graphic. You just know, like, what 
whatever comes with the graph lifestyle everybody just wants to party everybody just wants to get messed up you know whatever mm. it is and it's it's fun it's all fun and i'm not gonna lie i enjoyed that night it was it was good all these girls to be down to get tagged yeah she the homie i could tell <laughs> yeah she's down like that like i love that girl for real like she's she's the homie Burn. shout out to fucking sam one yo yeah Daytime. Yo, if you had to take a guess, my nigga, how many graffiti writers do you think live on the island? I like a hundred, a thousand? Like how many? Like a rough estimate? I wouldn't I wouldn't put it over a hundred. Okay. I don't know. Because, I, I mean, I do know a lot of people, but not all of them are, like, as committed, as in active. the game. Like, yeah, as active as certain individuals I know. Even I myself, like, I'm not even that active anymore. But back when I was, like, that's when it was, like, popping. Like, there was, like, a load of people, like, but I still wouldn't put it over, like, 100 as far as, like, real down people, you know? As of right now, I'd say, like, give or take, like, 60 to 80. I'm not sure. And they all fire? Yeah. Like, this culture is everybody has, like, their own unique. I mean, there's influences. Yeah. Everybody has their own influences. But of course eventually like you grow out of that and you start to bend the letters to wait the way that you want it and you make it exactly how you want it you know and it's it's pretty amazing to me as far as um how versatile this culture is out here and i can appreciate that you know like that's something that i myself have been emphasizing since ever since i've always been about trying to get my own style yeah, I have, I have my influences. I have people that I look up to. I have people that I learn tricks and trades from. But at the end of the day, like when you can paint a piece and somebody looks at it and they see that it's you, that's like the best feeling in the world. Yes. How do you feel about Instagram photographers? Instagram photographers? Um, yes, sir. I feel like they're doing a good justice, but then they're also putting certain spots on blast, you know? Um, yeah, they're getting your work out there. They're making you making sure you're seen. But as far as like the spots that, if you have gone to a spot that nobody really knows about out here, you want to keep that spot a secret. Because once everybody finds out, that spot's going to blow up and there's going to be no room to paint, you know? And that's what a lot of the spots have turned into out here because of this whole Instagram wave, you know? Same here, cuz. It's, it's pretty unfortunate because a lot a lot of things are just, like, getting gone over. Like, quality work is getting gone over. And I, I mean, I understand, like, nothing lasts forever. And you can't really get mad about people painting, you, painting over you in a ditch anymore, you know? Before, that's what it was. Like, if you did a sick piece in the ditch, nobody touches that thing. And if they touch that thing, they're toys, you know? But word, yeah, word, now word. it's, yeah, pretty much you find space, you get in where you fit in. If not, as long as you, as long as you're burning it, as long as you're buffing it, as long as you take a picture, you're straight. I don't know why it's like that, but it is what it is. Yeah. And we have to, unfortunately, well, bend to that culture, that part of the culture. You, know? you post on social media? Um, I do actually, yeah. Um, I have 
both my Instagrams, which is Young Maui, and Paid For In Blood is my music, and um, Young Maui is just going to be my graffiti Instagram. I've had that one for a while, actually. That, that Instagram was actually since um, Instagram first became a thing. But a lot of my pictures on there, like I, I've deleted or archived, whatever it is you want to call it. And I just uh, I just keep whatever select images up there that I feel, you know, would appeal to other people. Are you paranoid at all being online? Uh, nah, not at all. I got nothing to hide. I mean, at the same time, like, yeah, I was hitting hot spots, but I feel like whatever whatever I've done in that life lifestyle, I've already paid my dues for, you know? And now it's just everybody that knows me, they see whatever it is I'm doing now, and there's really nothing for me to hide anymore. Because I, I do acknowledge that a lot of people come into this lifestyle thinking like, oh, the feds are watching and this, this and that. Yeah, it's because you're damaging properties because you're doing whatever it is you're doing. And I mean, I used to have that mindset too, you know, Not, but nowadays I'm not really, I haven't really been doing it. So I can't, I can't say that I am paranoid. So if I had a time machine, what that artist would you want to collaborate with respectfully? Um, I'd have to say Dream TDK. I'm actually friends with his daughter. Right. Yeah, he's he's a um, Dream TDK. He's a he's a San Francisco based artist. He's in Piece by Piece, the that documentary I was talking about. Um, his daughter is actually pushing pushing the fold as far as like continuing to have his name be immortalized. You know, she's she has her own business. She's pushing out How so? masks for him. With, with his hand styles and all that, making Oh, yeah? You got a link to her. Yeah, 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 definitely. Her um her Instagram handle is Hella Bella. Nah, she actually lives out in Maui right now, on the island of Maui. And um, she, yeah, she, she's been a been a friend of mine over Instagram for a while. And yeah, she's, she, she's pretty solid. After that collab, what dead writer would you want to battle respectfully? That's that's a tough one. There's many levels to that as far as uh You could go bombing with it, you could go peace and you could go handstyle battle, however you wanna go with it, you feel me? I don't know. I mean, you know, somebody I always like looked up to was um another person who was probably definitely in my top five, askew MSK. I feel okay. like I feel like if I were to paint right next to him, that'd be sick. Like not even having to battle, but I mean if it was a battle, I'd I'd go all out, you know, I, I wouldn't hold back nothing. I wouldn't even be scared. Let's go. <laughs> I actually shared a bottle of Captain Morgan with him when he came out here for Palo. When you paint with somebody, do you look at it as a as a friendly competition or just straight collaboration? Um, I like to think about it is as like a a way to just or just a time just help each other grow. You know, like I mean, you're you're watching, you're yes, standing sir. back, you're you're looking at your piece, you're looking at their piece. You're seeing what what they can work on. You know, you're seeing what you can work on. And I mean, it's just a way to help yourself grow. The more people you get to paint with, the more people you get that one-on-one time with, whatever it is, or as much people that that is there, you know, that's that's how much more skills you have available to learn. That's how much more people you have available to talk to about what you guys love doing.
Have you ever traveled to Pink? Have I? Oh yeah, I've actually went to San Francisco um, in 20, 2017 and 2018 to Pink. It was fun. That was like the funnest time nice. of my life. I did a tour of the whole whole Bay Area. Started off in um, started off in Oakland. How's that Cali weed? Oh, uh, I mean, I wasn't really burning back then. I mean, I was just like, because uh, by then I was already like heavier into other drugs and. When I would smoke weed, I would get like real anxious. Fuck them know? drugs. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was like that back then. But shout out Peros, Peros, um, A F P I U N D K. That's that's my dog. He actually let me stay at his pad while we were while I was out in Oakland. He showed me around, Respect. showed me all the spots. Um, Peros, he's he's solid. He really put me on as far as like the the culture out there. Introduced me to a whole lot of people that I know. Um. Harrelson Animal, um, the guy that passed, he was, he was in our crew, a lot of family. He passed away in 2015, and I got real close with Peros after he had passed. Um, also, Jihad, too. Awesome I got piece. to stay at his house, Jihad, AFPI. He, um, both of those individuals, I, I got mad love for them, you know. They always yeah, I like that name. I was thinking about writing that shit as an alias. Never mind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also got to go to Modesto from Oakland. While I was out there, I was staying out with Neutron Lords. He's in Lords crew. Um, I also got to meet um, Nito, a lot of the ALB guys. That's another crew I'm in right now. And, you know, I really appreciate all these individuals, you know, like they're really creative. They're really got a drive for wanting to do graffiti and it's sick. A lot of them are um, freight painters and i can really appreciate i need to start talking to these niggas man i need some straight yeah. niggas on the pod cuz i'll get you i'll get you linked up for sure i'll give you all their instagram handles that's that's a whole nother out. monster you feel me yeah like honestly like i wish i wish i had the time to go out there more often so i could do that more often. it it it's cool to just have your name just travel you know and you paint something you you make it real nice this this and that and then the world sees it yeah that's actually where i learned like there's a lot of rules and there's a lot of respect that comes with that whole culture in itself because freight painting is a is a whole nother subculture in graffiti right so you have to understand what it is you're doing and how it is you're going to approach the yard and you have to be prepared you can't really um just go there at any time of the day you have to know what time to go you have to know that the people that you're going with knows how to keep their their hair cool in a situation where shit hits the fan, you know? I don't know. There's like a whole lot that goes into that. And I, I would love to learn even more about that. I feel like that's like something that would definitely bring me back into the whole fold. Cause are you a fan of anti-style? Anti-style. What is that? <laughs> I'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, I, I'm an enthusiast of styles, you know. I don't, I don't feel like if you're if you're doing graffiti, what's the point in not having a style or being anti-style, you know? Um, the whole point in graph is to create your own identity and have people see that. I don't know. I'm gonna just yeah, just leave it at that. <laughs> but how do y'all feel about out of towners coming to rock in the hood? Out of towners, um, you have to come with respect. That's what Hawaii is about in general. And if you don't know the right people, if you don't come with the right attitude, you will get booted. You know, you will get 
ran over quick. Hawaii, I guess, takes pride in it. Like, their, their cultural value of aloha is love everybody as you love yourself, you know, love those that are around you. Bring respect, treat people how you want to be treated. It's just how it goes. You can't come with this, what we call high maka maka is proud eyes, proud look. So you can't come with that attitude as if you're coming here to crush Hawaii. You're coming here to just burn everybody and not not care who you go over to type stuff, you know? If you come here with that attitude, then you're quickly going to become the most disrespected in Hawaii. What's what's one of the hood rules that we should know about when traveling to Hawaii? Um, Just as I said, you know, the respect, like just make sure that you, if you go to a spot, respect whatever's there already. Don't come here expecting for it to be okay. Um, there are there are rules that you have to go about. Like you have to go with certain, I don't know, you just have to know the right people. When you come out here, just make sure you talk to somebody first. Don't just go oh, up definitely. here, pull up to a spot and start, start tagging it up. Because when you do that, people are going to wonder, oh, who did this person go with? Why are they here? You know, and I mean, we understand Hawaii is like a big travel hub. You know, we have all types of international people, national people that come here. But I mean, why would you go into somebody's house and start wrecking it? Bro, is it disrespectful to paint on a volcano? I don't know. That's a stupid question. I mean, question I wouldn't. <laughs> I would not. I mean, it's just like a part of the cultural value, you know, and like you, you so learn to respect disrespect. the land. That's like a big thing out here is. I'm um, respecting the land. Like people get pissed off if you like just throw your trash on the ground. Like, wait one second, all right. Hello. Drew, I'm in an interview room. I'll call you Shout back. Shout out to Lil Man. <laughs> yeah. That's what's up, yeah. man. So yeah, he's been he's been calling me like every day since I got into this quarantine hotel that I'm at. You wanna speak on yeah, that it's, more it's cool. or Oh, with um with the COVID nineteen, I'm actually look. I'm honest. As I said earlier, I'm re- very transparent. You know, like I don't want to be a part of the problem being quiet. I just want to be able to inform people. Like, you can get through this thing if you take the right precautions. If you take the right um if you follow directions given to you by your doctor. You know, don't listen to what the media has to say because it's all it's all for show. I don't know. Since I've been COVID positive, everything, like, it's just giving me more time to work on music, giving me more time to study, you know, give me more time to be just overall creative in my mind. I, I really haven't had any type of negative thought since then, you know, since testing positive. I mean, when I first realized or when I got my results, like, yeah, I was shook. It shook me up and I was like, whoa, like, this is actually real this might be a real thing and it just, it just might kill me. I had, I had symptoms. I was, I was feeling really sick. So I went to go get tested the next day. I was coughing. I had a fever, really bad headache. And, you know, after, yeah, after I got my results, yeah, I was, I was like, Holy oh, yeah, this is actually happening. You know, it shook me up and I quickly like got over it though. I made the right steps. I had to, Go into isolation because the place I'm living at, it really, it leaves me no room, little to no room to isolate. And I'm not trying to get anybody else around me sick. So 
um, I had checked into this isolation hotel, which is in town. I live on the west side currently in Waianae Valley. Out there. Yo, y'all be just dropping hoods in Hawaii. Y'all don't give a fuck. <laughs> hey, that's, 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 I'm just proud of where I live, you know, like. I love nah, this I'll tell you, you be like, I'll be in the red house on this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like real transparent. That's all. Nah, that's what it is. I fuck yeah. with it. What's the best part of graffiti, my nigga? The best part of graffiti? Um, just meeting like-minded individuals. Meeting people that want to either grow with you or help you grow. And seeing well, yourself definitely. progress through all of that. You know, definitely meeting the meeting the right people will help your growth in your eye. And if you, you are who you surround yourself with, you know, think of yourself mm -hmm. as a sponge and you're in a bucket of dirty water, right? Whatever you put into Ooh, your body. Dropping gems now, cuz. Whatever you put into your body, whatever you suck up, if you squeeze yourself, that's what's coming up. So you choose to clean that bucket of water, right? You put yourself in that water. Everything that's going inside of you, clean everything that's coming out of you clean that falls into almost every aspect of your life no no disrespect to um bruce lee or anything about the water you know i mean i feel like we're sponges what's the worst part of the game worst part of the game is the politics and the egos that come with it i feel like instagram kind of like amplified that whole attitude of oh, is that shit big on the too. island over there what the egotistical writer that just like online um well a lot of it yeah like there is some type of physical ego going around but as far as like on on the internet like the internet just amplifies it that much more because you're hiding behind a screen you know and there's a lot of people that, that like to talk shit so they're gonna talk shit especially if they have like the platform made available to them to that to do that so i don't know i just feel like yeah that's the worst part is the fact that you're a lot of the time there are individuals that just do it just for respect just do it just because they want to um, be in the hype i guess all right, all right do you feel your peers are evolving or devolving oh my peers are evolving and I see that, you know, and I, I know I'm, I'm doing everything that I can just to keep up or if, if I'm ahead, I'll help them pick them up, you know, whatever it is, you know, I know when I'm in a, in a tough spot, I got, I got people around me that will pull me out of my funk, you know. What's your feelings on the present state of the culture? Um, in Hawaii, I feel like other than a couple of bad seeds, you know, like the culture out here is awesome. I feel like I wouldn't trade it for anything else. How do you feel about writers turned law enforcement? <laughs> I've always been fuck 12, bro. I don't know. I, I never, I don't talk to no police. I don't care for him, you know. I honestly want to be in a place where I can open up a creative studio for kids to come and tap into their talents, you know, whether it be graph, whether it be music, whether it be shooting a video, whether it be taking pictures. That's always like that's kind of been on my mind for like the last couple years now, and really, really like that's what I want to do. You know, I I'm already producing music. I'm already learning how to like, I guess, shoot videos through people that I'm around, 
Yeah, you know, it's all on you. It's it's really just these these tricks to the trades that I'm picking up, you know, and it's through attack one thing at a time. You feel me? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And that's that's really where my focus at is right now. I was I was on graph, and now I'm on music. Next thing, who knows? You know, but I know that my end goal. I want to be able to give back to the community that raised me, because like a lot of kids, like they grow up thinking, grow up thinking work is the only way, and then that's how they end up falling into like partying or drugs because they need some type of escape, yeah. and that ain't it, you know. You know what I'm saying? Like when you f- figure out some type of creative talent and something that you're passionate about, you chase that with all of you because that's the only thing that's making you feel good, you know. And mm-hmm. I feel like graffiti, it, it hit me, but I'll, by then I was already like smoking weed. I was already drinking with my friends, you know? So with that, it can't it just amplified it. Eventually one thing led to another and I got real deep into drugs. And that's, that's how I am able to be here. It's weird to say, but that's just a part of the walk that I'm walking. And I'm using every experience that I had to show people you can't, you can't live like that. Do you use tape, stencils, projectors, any hardware at the wall? Nope. Everything freehand, completely freehand. I don't I don't use anything. Um even for the, like the times that Power Hawaii was around, like I could never really get into using a projector to paint something big. Like I always step back. That's like the main key for me is stepping back and looking looking at your work from a distance, proportioning it the way that you naturally know how. And that's where um, you really learn even more so how to, how to, I guess, properly paint according to the size of your wall, according to the space that you're given. That's adaptability, you know? And that's something that's very admirable. As far as like artists that know how to work with the space that they're given, have you ever used an excuse after going over somebody? It was this. Honestly, yeah, I was one of those individuals that would go to the gym. <laughs> yeah. like if, if I felt like I could burn this person, I, I, I'd, I'd be straight. I'd go over you and, you know, I'd tell them straight. <laughs> I wouldn't use an excuse. I'd be like, yeah, I went over you, but I burned you. You know, with the little space that we have left in our ditches, if there's, if there's a piece there that you feel like you can properly burn, you can feel like you can properly do right by you know go over it but you know back then it wouldn't fly so do you prefer the fame or the fortune uh i honestly could care less for both i mean that's a tough question man especially for graph like so many of my morals just come into question like when i when i think about that you know and i just like to keep it raw like i honestly want to just keep graffiti as something that I love to do, something that I love to um, indulge in, personally. At the same time, I've never even really made money off graffiti, you know? So mm. I can't say that the fortune is cool. I can't say that. I've never really painted. You never thought about incorporating like yourself? Incorporating the name, the brand? Uh, I mean, as far as like putting out merch and like doing stuff like that, 
or like there's, there's proper steps first you got llc or before yeah. that you even you, you copyright your logo you copyright your image then you llc you know right. bank account business account credit card it's steps my I mean, nigga. yeah it's, it's, that's, you gotta that's start you, you you on the right path my nigga. i see you i see yeah you. it's growth you know and i i see that i saw i see other people that do it which is cool it's definitely cool but i personally for me like i've i've never wanted to i guess put my name out like that. If I was to do something, it'd be for something more than, you know, something bigger than me. Like or culture. Uh, yeah, definitely. Like me. Like, as I said, <laughs> like, I'd, I'd want to turn whatever my skill set is into a creative outlet for people to tap into so that they can figure out. And that's really the only way I want to use anything that has to do with me in graffiti or whatever it is, music. Um, yeah, I make music for myself, paid for in blood. That's my that's my MC name, and that's also going to be the label that I run for other artists to get their stuff produced. Get their that's stuff the LOC right there, boy, right yeah. there. Paid for in blood, but that's yeah. I'm gonna use that, you know, and it's been made available to me. It's been placed on my heart, and, and that's something I really want to do. But as far as like my personal graffiti ventures, like all the experiences that I had, like. I want to keep that personal, you know, I want to keep that me, but I'll use whatever talents and skill sets I've, I've been given to give back. So if at all, how would you want to be remembered? Just exactly that. I definitely want to be remembered as somebody who is known for their work ethic, somebody that is known for their, their consistency as far as like respect, their consistency as far as like their character. You know, I, I'm, I'm big on that, like making sure that, you know, I carry myself the same towards every individual and I am not biased towards anybody. I try my best not to be anyway, you know? My nigga. Yeah. I appreciate you coming on the show all yeah. the way from the island. Salute. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity and um, shout out Son, big time for even putting me on to this, you know? It means a lot to even be able to speak to other individuals, you know, about my story and get to give other people my insight, you know, to what it is that is my life. I'll let me, cuz. Yeah, thank you.